0: Today we have an amazing guest. I say that every time, but truly we have amazing guests on the show. Today's episode, you're gonna hear from someone who has not only grown and scaled a business and exited on a very large scale one time, but multiple times and had multiple failures. A lot of people wonder why certain businesses don't make it and some do. I think you're gonna learn some things today. Uh, This has been such a fun conversation. Today, we had Sanjeev Khalida on the show, and he has built and exited multiple companies, including companies sold to companies like Google and big purchasers who are looking for strategic plays in multiple industries. Today's interview, I would say the biggest impact that it had on me was the focus on what it takes to not only grow and scale, But where are you gonna be happy exiting that project? I think a lot of founders don't think about the exit. They don't think about what am I gonna do after this business or where am I taking this business to so I feel comfortable leaving it. A lot of people feel trapped in their business. They feel like they can't get out. And uh, because of that, they end up being miserable as a business owner. Don't let that happen. You're going to hear some great advice from Sanjeeb on what he has done, who he turns to when he feels stressed and overwhelmed, and how he balances his time. So take a listen to the interview, and I hope it has an impact on you and gives you some ideas of what it's going to take for you to grow and scale your business. Welcome to the Growth and Scaling podcast. This is your host, Todd Westra, and I am so glad you're here today because we are going to interview an amazing founder or executive who is going to share with us their decisions that they made that exploded their growth. So if you need some inspiration, you want to hear how other businesses are doing it, this is the place to be and we are glad you're here. Enjoy this episode. Hey, we are so excited today to welcome onto the show Sanjeev Khalida. And he has an amazing company that he's been able to grow and scale over the past few years. And we cannot wait to hear about him. We're going to dive deeper into him and who he is. Sanjeev, tell us who you are
1: and what do you do? Oh, th- thank you very much, Todd. Really glad to be here. Um, Sanjeev Khalida, I'm the CEO of Guppy.ai. And what Guppy does is basically enables consumers and businesses to truly own their data, as opposed to being beholden to these, uh, you know, nebulous third parties that, you know, that do all kinds of you know things we don't want to do with our data and right. and, and 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 so we're doing this with blockchain technology and awesome. uh, it's 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 been it's been a challenge
0: but it's been fun now sanjeev you're gonna have to do me a favor because i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. when it comes to data and yeah. what people do with data yeah most people are oblivious to what happens in the world when people get a hold of data
1: sure uh, absolutely so so I guess let, let, let me start off by saying that I, I used to work at Citibank in in the credit card business. I used to help manage, you know, thirty billion dollar credit card portfolio. So really, wow. f- really familiar with the credit card and and how using like credit bureau data. Um, but I I, I left City, you know, about you know twelve years ago, thirteen years ago, to work on startups, and um, and I, I actually in if I go back ten years. April 1st of 2012, uh, I guess now it's 11 years. April 1st of 2012, I got engaged. April 2nd of yes. 2012, Google acquired the startup I was working on. Uh, April 13th, I was uh, buying an apartment in Manhattan. And April 29th, um, basically it was our wedding date because um, my, one of my parents was sick so we just wanted to you know, get married as quickly as possible. And, and, <laughs> and so, so it was a crazy month. And
0: uh, <laughs> that is a crazy month. Yes, that's a lot of life functions. Yes, uh,
1: all, all of the life events in one month. <laughs> and then, oh, my <laughs> cow. and uh, because I was buying the apartment, they pulled my credit report. According to the credit report, I was uh, married to a man in California. I had five foreclosures, four bad auto loans. They, they, they said I lived in New York, so they had some stuff right. Uh, but, but then obviously a lot of <laughs> stuff wrong. So, uh, Holy cow. yeah, so, 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 it, and uh, how's
0: your ex husband? <laughs> <he's, laughs>
1: he, he, he was a bit disconcerted that I was getting married again. So,
0: but <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure they can legalize that now, anyway. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it, it, it was,
1: it was a surprise to say the least. And, uh, but the other surprise was like getting it cleared up was so painful. And, and like yeah. I said, I, I was an industry insider. I, I was used to using these data sources and and, and like right and, and I didn't know until like I had I was trying to buy my apartment and it was like you know unfortunately a lot of people don't know until it's like critical and they need it yeah they need it and 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 so um, and, and 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 you know, go for that that sort of got in my mind thinking okay this system needs to change um, yeah and, and 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 to actually just a quick add on to that like I know even though I monitor my data like I I know that someone has opened up a credit card some accounts in Miami right I've never been in Miami and 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 so it's it's just you never know what happens with your data
0: well I I can tell you right now as a um, a former owner of a call center Mm -hmm. uh, during that time period uh, data was so loose I mean people were I I would sometimes buy uh, lists to call on and occasionally those lists would come with credit card numbers on file hmm. oh wow and I mean that's how loose data used to be wow now they've implemented a lot of new laws that, and people get caught with that they're going to jail you know I mean it, it is not a, a good thing to have happen right now but it still happens and it's very very important for people to understand the problem that you solve is huge I mean it's so huge so, so tell us Tell us how you got into this professionally. I mean, how did you pivot yeah. and turn this into an actual business? Sure. sure.
1: So, 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 uh, just uh, so, so we we sold that company to Google. Then, I actually uh, left Google to help build a a fintech conference business called Money Twenty Twenty. Um, awesome. About, and 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 we grew that and we sold that as well too. And uh, but I was in charge of putting together the agenda, picking speakers, and so you know, back in like you know. 2012, 13, 14, like I was putting together sessions about Bitcoin and, right. and, 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 I, and then, you know, I, I used to meet with one of my, uh, really good friends and we used to meet and grab a beer and talk about business ideas and, 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 right. uh, and he talked about, uh, Bitcoin and like, he's like, oh, what if we do something with like lending, you know, Bitcoin or, and, and I was like, actually, actually, I think you can use that infrastructure for something completely different. And make that data um, data infrastructure transparent or, or more understandable, and, right. uh, and and so that's sort of how we, we got onto this this path. And uh, very cool. Yeah. So so when, when when we first started playing around with it, like there was there's was no Ethereum, there's only Bitcoin, and and right, and and then you know we, we've sort of been it's been a long path. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I'm cool. sure you can relate to that. <laughs>
0: listen oh i can believe me yeah i understand <laughs> but <clears throat> something that's been interesting that you you've mentioned now and <clears throat> two other business that you casually mentioned that you exited yeah. i mean for for most people the the venture of building something and selling it off to someone like google is an enormous accomplishment so first of all congratulations on that exit thank you and then you mentioned very subtly another business you built and exited uh on the on the uh event thing i mean it sounds like this comes very naturally to you what is it about growing this business in fintech and and using you know blockchain and all these other things to to build a new business model what is it about that whole growth process that's would you say is like your favorite part
1: so I, 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 that's an awesome question, and and I, I, will actually go back to the first startup I worked on, which we didn't yeah. have an exit on, which was an educational technology company. We were trying to bring online classes onto social network platforms. We, we did the first official Khan Academy, Khan Academy app, did apps for MIT for Cornell. This is back in like nice. two thousand nine, ten, so a while ago. Yeah, and 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 yeah. um, and I, I remember at one point, uh, like. Time Magazine listed our one of our MIT app as top 50 of the year. We were listed as one of the top 10 most uh, innovative companies in education by Fast Company magazine, even though we're nice. literally only two people. And and, wow. and, 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 <laughs> and 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 so for me, the, the biggest learning there was like, you know, uh, a small group of highly motivated, highly talented people. Can do a lot. They, 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 and and you know, coming from the corporate world where you had a lot yeah. more people, you, you know, you, you wouldn't necessarily believe that um, and, bureaucracy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 so working on something, and it, and obviously we worked really hard, but um, you know, our, the the I, I think the, the the thing I love the most is that working in startups is that what you think about has a much higher chance of becoming reality than if you work at a big company and, and, th- and that, 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 that's a bit of the motivation. Like uh, let's make this vision real. Let's make it, let's make other people try it out.
0: I love it. I love it. So, so you now, uh, you've had a one business that you didn't necessarily exit. You have another couple that you've exited. You've got one that you've built right now. What, you know, I think a lot of people fail to, to think about when they're launching a business, all they could think about is launching, yeah. you know, all they can think about is, is getting this thing off the ground, generating some revenue and making things happen. What is it about the next stage that people oftentimes forget? Like you, you talked about being able to make decisions. You yeah. talked about being able to, uh, you know, enable something to happen that maybe you couldn't in a bigger organization, but like, I'm just kind of curious, your take on post-launch, how do you strategize to build that exit?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I I think one of the things that I found is that it is uh, so important not to be afraid to be different. Um, Interesting. uh, And and, and to differentiate yourself. Um, Like if I go to Money 2020, um, actually when, when we were, uh, you know, back in two thousand four, you know, we we, we, we launched in two thousand. First event was two thousand twelve, second two thousand thirteen, yeah. and then two thousand fourteen. Uh, you know, was the uh, was the exit, but in the midst of that process, actually, um, we wanted to continue to grow the business. First, between the first and second year, you know, we doubled, and you know, we're, we're pretty pretty decent scale for the industry, and then right. that third year we. Uh, in retrospect, we wound up doubling again, but that was not a done deal. So, for example, um, that year I put together a, a rap video about being a fintech entrepreneur, uh, <laughs> and 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 um, and, 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 um, and and I this hope is pre,
0: I, this is pre TikTok.
1: Yes, pre TikTok. <laughs> and, 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 and so we actually got several uh, CEOs or industry leaders to be part of it. Uh, we hired uh, one of the actors from Buffy the Vampire Slayer from Two Broke Girls from Office Space uh, And we awesome. and it, it, it was like a it was like a high it was a it was a well-produced video and I love it. And, 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 and also uh, I, I hope this isn't uh, this is okay, but like our, our hook was it was about a, a payment software who's doing a, a biometric uh, payment application so Rather than uh, identifying you by your eye or your fingerprint, it identified you by your butt. So, so, <laughs> so, so it, the hook was it was pay by ass. And, <laughs> I love it. And and it you know we're obviously poking fun at everything, um, right? But in right. a fun way. But but like, you know that that was like definitely pushing the bounds of the industry. But like, right. but but like because of that, like people. You know, they, they they got a chuckle out of it. Yeah, they they paid attention, and and I'm I'm, I'm so, sure that 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 didn't help. That that didn't hurt us in our valuation. You know, when we're when you're we trying to exit. right,
0: right. I mean, I mean, there's a lot to think about when you're trying to exit, and and you know, I I sadly I meet a lot of entrepreneurs who who don't have an exit plan. They yeah. just kind of move forward with hoping that they can just keep growing until some future point that. I don't even think they really imagine what's at the end of the, of the road there. Yeah, and and I love how casually you've been talking about you know this one we led to this exit, this one didn't exit, this one. You know, how do you help? I, I see a big challenge in the in the in the founder space of people who who don't see that, who yeah. don't see a way out. They just kind of picture themselves in their business and they're stuck in their business forever. Yeah. How do you help someone kind of see the light that there's more businesses in your head and in your heart than just yeah. this one thing? Uh,
1: that, 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 that is such a difficult uh, question because it's it's like um, on one hand, you know, the only way you're going to be a successful entrepreneur is by by having the stick to itiveness, you know, the the right. ability to withstand all of the peop- the naysayers, um, and right. at the same time, um, it's also important to recognize you know what what is the end game um and and uh and i I think it it, it's it's a bit like um you you know like i i i will go back to one one of my college friends he he used to talk about like how after you know when you're in school you know you have freshman year sophomore year you know there's there's bounds and everything is time bound and you know what you're going towards but he's like yeah and i I graduated and like it just goes on forever (laughs) it never ends (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and, Seriously. and I was like yeah I, I, and I was still in school I was like oh I never thought about it in that context so it, I, I do think that it's um you know, part of it is a bit of um you know understanding like what, what, what's what's your goal um and right. um so, so the, you know there's a there's financial goals there's personal goals there's professional goals um and, right. I, and 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 I think that a lot of times it's you know you you, you get caught up in stuff and and like so let, let, let's just say like oh I, I want to make a, you know a million dollars and and then then you, you get into it then they're like oh yeah don't don't be happy unless you make a hundred million dollars and, <laughs> <laughs> and and, and right. that that's obviously a very different thing so yeah. like, I, I I mean think about you know it, this also you know. Requires a bit of like, okay, what's important to you? Um, right. I, I, I also find that um, it's, I, I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this too, is like, it, it does take a toll on other assets. You know, being an entrepreneur takes tolls on other aspects of your life. So, Family, if, yeah. if, if, if um, you, you, I, 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 the way I think about it, like people talk about balance in life, and I don't, I think it's yeah. impossible to have a balance in point in time, but it's better to have a balance over a, 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 a time frame. So like, sure. so, sure. so like, you know, you can't be 100% on work all the time, but like if you that. spread it out like that. That's sort of a,
0: <clears throat> there's like little sprints, right? Yeah. There's a sprint where you're focusing on startup and launch. There's a sprint where you've got to spend some time with your family a little bit. There's a sprint where you gotta, you know, really focus on on other important things than just your business, right? Yeah. Is that kind of what you're pointing exactly, at?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, I like and, that. Yeah. That's a
0: fun concept.
1: Yeah. No. I. I and I. I mean, it, it, it's, it's sort of um, because it, otherwise, like, I, I you probably like a lot of people you see in the news, like you wind up like a, a weird person who can't relate to anyone,
0: right? You know. Right. Right. No. There's definitely that too. And uh, we all know those people. <laughs> but but I'll tell you what. Um, this is inspiring. you know a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of founders, when they get going in their business and they hit some walls, they hit some challenges like like, like we've been talking about, like not knowing where your exit path is. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you get through that? Is there someone in your network you look at that you're just like, oh my gosh, every time I feel like I hit a wall, I just look at so and so, and they kind of inspire me to keep moving. They inspire me to keep keep going.
1: Yeah, I I, I would say like a, a lot of the um, the folks that I, I've worked with on startups over the years, like they they're yeah. they're definitely you know we, we've sort of been in the trenches, if you will, and so right we we can call each other up and and you know there's a bit of uh, history there. Uh, and, right. Another piece is uh, I, I obviously like. You know, I'm, I'm married. My wife is very supportive too, and hundred uh, percent, w- 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 which is like, uh, you know, if if you don't have that, then you know, all, all bets are off. It's right? hard. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, and and especially, uh, you know, when she found out you had a husband, that must have been awkward. <laughs> yeah. That was an interesting <laughs> challenge to get. At. <laughs> no, what a buzz story. So, so as you as you look at people like your wife, and and you hit these walls, you know. I would say that for me, that's probably one been one of my biggest influences as well. You know, we, we're going on 25 years of marriage, but oh, wow. well, we did 25 years last summer. And wow. uh, I don't know how she puts up with me being an entrepreneur and a founder and uh, trying to launch and grow things all the time and support a family. It's not an easy thing. Yeah. What, what uh, you know, as you, as you talk with entrepreneur groups and you mentor and you help people through that launch phase. What do you feel like the most common bit of of advice you're giving them is?
1: Um, I, I i think a lot, what I find a lot of times is that um, y- y- you know, like, and I I, I also say like sometimes I, I fall into this trap too. Like, you get so wrapped up in the mouse trap that you're building that like you don't you. You, you you put on blinders and you don't see the the bigger picture sometimes, And right, and, and, right. And, and 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 I think that a lot of times, um, and I, I think that that's why it's good to get like third parties to like take a look at what you're doing and and, totally. and give you t- you know sanity checks, a bit because when you when you're so focused on it, it, it's very easy to lose sight of that.
0: You get lost in your own words. You get lost in your own terminology. Like everything kind of becomes. All you think about all day and it is so nice to have that third party well listen i i absolutely love this conversation uh clearly you're someone who um who's going to be a help be able to help people who watch this episode understand some of the intricacies of just knowing like growing is fun yeah. launching is fun but knowing that there is an end in sight gives a lot of peace and a lot of uh a lot of focus to yeah. get to that point so that you're not stuck in this endless cycle of uh, being trapped in your business. Yes. Because I think that happens to a lot of people.
1: I, I, I Thank you. I, I appreciate the kind words and, uh, you know, really enjoyed talking. Yeah, this has been a lot. This is a lot of fun for me.
0: Perfect. How do people get a hold of you? Do, are you active on any social media? Can people follow you anywhere?
1: Sure. I, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, awesome. And, and, and uh, that, that's probably the, the social network that's the... That's the best one. I, my, my email address is also Sanjib, S-A-N-J-I-B, at guppy.ai, too, if, if you want to reach out to me directly. Perfect.
0: Sanjib, I appreciate so much your time today. I know this is going to help impact people who are out there thinking, what does it take to scale? So thanks so much for being on today. Thank you very much, Todd. I really appreciate it. Hey, what did you think? I love that interview. We had an amazing conversation after the interview that I wish I had on the show. Sanjeev is one of those rarities, one of those guys who's very humble. Uh, You probably wouldn't know walking in the street that he has had multiple successful exits. But his impact on our community, I think, will be felt far and wide because of his raw discussion on uh, and casual discussion about the importance of his exits. The exits are important. An exit plan is critical. When you focus on what it takes to scale, you need to know to what end are you going to be okay scaling it to. You know, a lot of boutique businesses are only going to make it into about a 10 employee size business. And that's okay. I've had one before. And it was fun to grow to 10 employees. But it was not possible to scale a boutique business past that point sometimes and that's okay. But what's important is that you select your business based off what's gonna work for your balance of life. If all you do is think about your business, you're gonna suffer in other parts of your life. If all you think about is your family and not focus at all on your business, your business will likely fail. There is a balance and as a provider and as someone who, uh, who wants to take good care of their family, It is important for you to find that balance, know your exit, know to what point you're going to push, 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 and then hand it off to someone else. And I hope that's what you got out of it. That's definitely what I got out of today's conversation. And I hope that you share this episode with anyone you know who's wondering what steps to take next. Feeling trapped in your business? Jump on board and listen to this episode. I hope it helps other people learn how important that exit really can be in your optimism and your ability to stay focused on growing and building what you've started.